what's up guys uh today uh, i kind of want to just discuss the market conditions and everything obviously we know there's going to be or there is actually by the time you listen to this uh there was a devastating <coughs> hurricane that just uh happened down in mr harvey down there in uh, houston and we have uh mr jose <laughs> we have another hurricane coming in in florida um and i just want to talk about like how stuff like this uh creates a uh uh, creates an opportunity in the market. As a one famous man used to say, chaos is a ladder. Shout out Littlefinger. <laughs> but uh, basically after the after this uh, event occurred, you saw Berkshire Hathaway just plummet 20%. I was like, whoa, what's going on? The world's coming to an end. And uh, then I realized, oh yeah, it's the hurricane disaster because well, not at the end of the day, at the core, Berkshire Hathaway is, a, uh, is an insurance company. That's how they pretty much generate the revenue. That's one of the reasons why Mr. Buffett has you know, over that, that $100 billion sitting there in cash. Well, he's also waiting for a market correction, I, I believe. But a lot of it has to do with his uh, his insurance policy ties up, you know, like uh, uh, the deal he made with uh, AIG where he's covering them for $20 billion, but he's going to make like a cool $10 billion off of it, you know, stuff like that. Um, moreover, another uh, sector that was uh, pretty affected this morning in the markets, uh, and it's, it's actually been interesting, is uh, JetBlue. Uh, I value airline companies pretty solidly and, uh, I, uh, base my evaluation on a lot of things. Um, well, one was speculation, you know, of myself, you know, I was like, Whoa, whoa, whoa why, why did airlines jump almost, you know, 30, 40% <clears throat> from like a year ago and now they're, they're bouncing down. But, uh, just looking at the overall, uh, aspect of them, I, I think I talked about this on the podcast before. Uh, I think they're efficient. I think they have a strong vote. I think that uh, they're only getting better. I think they're finally at a position now with the with the packs and the joint things that they have that they're actually being able to become profitable. Uh, one of the reasons why they were suffering before all this was because of the, they were hedging uh, their fuel costs. Is what I, I I thought was one of the reasons. And basically, uh, for you guys that that don't know this type of the lingo and what that means, it's it's hedge is just it's just um, pretty much placing a bet saying that your bet might not come through. So, for example, uh, they agreed, uh, they thought that oil was going to go to, hypothetically, let's say $3 a gallon. They're like, whoa, that's too rich for my blood. So they said, hey, on this date and this time, we want oil for only $2.50. So they're saying, woof, if oil goes above $2.50, we made a profit. And someone else on the other end's like, you know, I'll take that deal. And they're betting, hoping that oil go below, goes below $2.50 so they get profit. And uh, in this case, well, we all know what happened with oil. It got down to like uh, $45 a barrel. And uh, they, I think they hedged it to like $70 or $60, or something that was above uh, $40, obviously. So um, it was a calculated risk. But uh, I don't think that's and, – and another thing too is – uh, once I've noticed in this market, it feels like I want to say it's computers, but it feels like once a, a stock or a industry starts downtrending, everyone just follows. They're all pulling money out and they're getting scared. And that's what makes me feel like, uh, are we in this for the long run or is there really like a bigger game that's being played? But, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's neither near, it's neither here or there. Where is it? Well, I don't know, <laughs> but, uh, I, I, I believe overall that in the long run, uh, I believe airline stocks will be fine. And the reason why I bring this up and I bring up Hurricane Harvey and all this and that is because, and especially Florida too, uh, airline sector is taking a pretty big hit because of this. Uh, this morning, JetBlue, one of the stocks that I'm, I'm like I was talking about earlier, uh, it fell down to about $18.50. Now, mind you, they posted third quarter 
uh, or the last quarter, I mean, they, they posted uh, pretty good profits. They, they posted good earnings and they, their, their outlook looks healthy for the year. And uh, for some reason, the stock went up to like from 22 to $23 all the way down to 1850 and uh, recently, it was just getting beat up, and then all of a sudden, this hurricane happened, and everything happened, and now it's down to 18. I think this is a great buying opportunity for that, and um, it's just one of those things where, you know, you know, like Buffett's quote was, you know, be greedy when others are uh, when others are scared. You know, be scared when others are greedy, and I think this is one of those things. You should be greedy because others are scared. They're looking at JetBlue they're like, well, I don't want to touch that. It's almost, you know, the 52-week low was at 1550 and, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're at, you know, 1850 It's only, a, you know, so $3 gains a lot, by the way. But, uh, you know, that's on the drown tin. It's just not, just look at the look at the company. You know, you look at what they're doing and uh, and uh, do you think they're going to be in business in the next 10 years if you're planning on holding that stock? And I, I think so. And uh, I I would pull the trigger on it. Um just just looking at you know the fact that they were able they're on the right track now uh, the airline industry on a whole is on track now uh to be profitable for the foreseeable future and um i think as technology comes out it's only going to get more and more efficient and unless we get like teleportation i still think in the next uh, 50 years we're probably still gonna have to fly uh to be able to get from one side of the earth to the other side of the earth uh effectively and uh efficiently you know of course you could take boats uh you know but you want to get there in 12 hours, whatnot, you're going to have to do that. And as uh, we come more and more and more, even of a global society, I would see that, uh, you know, we're going to be able to get more, uh, we're going to have to travel more. And uh, as we come to be more uh, globalized and as, uh, you know, uh, uh, China's uh, uh, middle class starts developing, which it is, uh, they're going to grow an appetite for travel, which, you know, I, I feel like they already have. That's hence one of the reasons why another company I'm really interested in is, uh, Ticker CEA is uh, China Eastern Airlines, and uh, uh, the reason being is uh, the the state government is building a mega a mega uh, another mega airport, and uh, American Airlines and JetBlue and, and some of our guys are, are are packed with those guys to go there. So I think there's a lot of opportunities of growth, and the moat's real strong. There's only so much port access to those to those major uh, major airports, and um, I mean like you know terminals, uh, you know planes landing, and I feel like uh, if you're you know, you put your money down on the, the the big four, whatever we have now. I think in the long run, you, you, you're going to be pretty satisfied with uh, your overall return. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to give a quick update on that and just uh, give out a little bit of more conditions to get the feel. I haven't been paying attention to the news lately. I, I have been busy uh, just focusing on fantasy football. <laughs> that's, it. that's a real important thing right there. No, but uh, just that and just work. Uh, but I'm trying to... Uh, put a, a podcast out like you know once a week give market conditions and and see where things are headed and uh like i said if you guys are interested in um you know talking about a certain topic or what it is uh you know we could go ahead and discuss that i'll, I'll do as much research as i can so you don't have to and i'll uh, try to put my stuff together and you can go and fact check me if i'm wrong it's all fine uh just doing this you know to help a help a sister or help a brother out you know uh, you can hit me up on Instagram. It's uh, PXARM007. Hit me up with the DMs. A lot of DMs. And uh, I'll be able to get back to you with that. Uh, the the next podcast I'm going to do as far as vesting goes, I'm probably going to want to talk about um, I want to talk about uh, currency manipulation in China. Uh, just listening to uh, the Investors Podcast last year, they had a pretty good uh, episode of a guy that pretty much dealt with this his whole life. And he broke it down to very layman's terms. And uh I kind of want to highlight some of his ideas 
and uh, bring that to you guys. If you guys don't have the time to listen to it, like an hour-long podcast, probably try to cut it down to about 15, 20 minutes and very, very, very much simplify it. And uh, so you guys kind of know when we talk about uh, currency manipulation, uh, you know, what, what, what the, all that it's about. And so uh, you can kind of see how, uh, you know, maybe how you're affected by it and maybe how it has affected us. And, uh, uh, you know, I just think it'd be a very interesting topic if you don't know much about it. So I'm going to try to do that one next week. So look to uh, look out for that one too. All right, guys. Have a good weekend, weekday, day, whatever you're at, whatever time you're listening to this. Peace.